0: Good morning, I'm Bikoni Wimala, or Aya Weemala, and today is Tuesday, just a gorgeous, very lightly fall day where I am, but I know it's fall because the squirrels and chipmunks and the birds too are just gorging themselves on whatever food they can find. They're all chunking up, so that's a sign they're getting ready for the winter. Whether it looks like it or not to us, they know. So I missed being with everyone on Sunday. Um, I had a, a another engagement, and I was with a, a wonderful therapist, Donna Brooks, and Carrie. And she does a Sanctuary Sunday program, a month of Sundays, where she has activities for people that are actually all based on mindfulness practice and being able to de-stress yourself and work with, work with ways to be just more at ease and more mindful in daily life. And so I was really fortunate that she asked me to do a session on meta meditation. And we met at a beautiful—I got to pick the park out. I, we were wanted it to be outdoors, and it was a perfect day, Sunday, at Shamrock Hills, which is a very beautiful, uh, different kind of park in here in Crystal Lake. And uh, beautiful trails and three ponds. And not, a lot of people don't know about it, but we had a group of about 15, maybe 13 to 15, and we talked, and then we uh, did uh, metta meditation, guided metta, sitting meditation, and then people were did walking meditation. We talked about that for a little bit, and then people did walking meditation on their own for s- some minutes out in the park on these beautiful wide trails. And then people who wanted to stay, several people stayed and just walked around and kind of hiked around on their own or with friends that were there uh, in the park. And it was just a beautiful day. I wish, I wish there would have been a way I could have recorded it all and then just put it, put it up for one of our days. But good, uh, wonderful people it really felt like it was a gathering of noble friends and uh, a lot of it, it just such a uh, healing thing to be with a group of people like that outside outdoors so that was very special but I'm sorry I had to miss all of you and didn't am not technical technically talented enough to have figured out a way to have it all <laughs> so today let's We're almost finished with our pilgrim's companion, reading the daily reading and the uh, reflection. There are still lots and lots of suttas about the life of the Buddha and taking place in these these places in India that we're traveling, uh, traveling with our book and some different chanting. Before the daily reflections, there's a little section on on the chanting and the precepts so it's a really lovely book today we're on day 30 of our tour and of our pilgrimage and this is the reading for the day so we're getting in terms of the life of the buddha we're getting closer to his death and you'll notice a lot of a lot of the reflections bring in death But in Buddhism, we're always working with the impermanence, uh, accepting and seeing the impermanence in all conditioned things. And that, in fact, is what gives us solace when we completely understand it and digest it and see it in nature and see it in ourselves and see it around us everywhere. That impermanence, doesn't is isn't fearful anymore? It just it's part of this world. It's part of this life, and we are all connected to everything else. So when we really understand it, it brings a lot of uh, peace to us and understanding. And it's really one of the main aspects of Buddhism that creates the end of suffering. But when we don't accept impermanence, we're creating suffering. The acceptance of it helps us lose that suffering. So today is day 30. The reading is called The Goldsmith. There are gross impurities in gold, dirt, gravel, and grit. The dirt dirt washer places the gold in a pan and washes it again and again until he has washed away these impurities. There remain moderate impurities, coarse sand and fine grit. He washes the gold again and again until he has washed away these impurities. These remain fine impurities, fine sand and black dust, Then he washes the gold again and again until he has washed away these impurities. Finally, the goldsmith places it in a crucible and heats it, liquefies it, and removes the dross. Until the gold has been washed, heated, and liquefied, and the dross removed, it is not malleable and glistening. It is brittle and cannot be worked. But there comes a time when the goldsmith has washed it sufficiently, heated and liquefied it, and has removed all the dross. At that point, the refined gold is malleable and glistening. Then the goldsmith can make from it whatever ornament she wishes, a belt, an earring, a necklace, or a chain. The gold will serve her purpose. In the same way, there are gross defilements in one intent on attaining higher states of mind. Misconduct in body, misconduct in speech, and misconduct in mind. Mind. With mindfulness, the meditator destroys and abandons these gross defilements. There remain moderate defilements, thoughts of sensuality, thoughts of ill-will, and thoughts of harmfulness. With increased mindfulness, the meditator destroys and abandons these moderate defilements. There remain the fine defilements, thoughts of his relatives, thoughts of his home, and thoughts of his reputation. With consummate mindfulness, the meditator destroys and abandons these fine defilements. There remain only thoughts of the Dhamma, but his concentration is not yet refined. It has not yet attained serenity or unity. It can be maintained only by forceful restraint. There comes a time, however, when the mind settles down, becomes fully concentrated, and gains unity. At this point, concentration is complete. One has attained serenity and unity, and forceful restraint is no longer needed to maintain concentration. At this point, the meditator can realize any of the higher knowledge to which he or she turns the mind whenever the necessary conditions arise. And that's from Anguttara Nikaya 3, 102. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful description of the process of purifying your mind. Or the mind. We just work our way through those defilements, through those things that are keeping us from being um, really able to see things clearly, actually, because we have so many opinions and our own thoughts and our own viewpoints that get in the way. And it's this, it's this constant process of sifting out those defilements finer and finer. The misconduct we have in body, in speech, and in mind, that's all we're working to purify. That's all, that's enough. So, why don't you sit in meditation posture and I'll read the reflection. It's a very short one. It's from Samyutta Nikaya 2299. And then when I finish, we can just move into uh, our meditation. You can start as you're listening to this. But when we meditate, we aren't doing it to be contemplating words. So uh, I don't want you to get too attached to these words, but they might just come in if you're in uh, in the same posture that you meditate in and just hear the words. And then when we meditate, we can let go of those words Something might arise in the body that could be based on hearing the words, but we don't have to analyze or fixate on the words themselves. The reflection for today, a time will come. A time will come when the ocean will dry up and be no more, but there will be no end of suffering for those who roam and wander hindered by ignorance and fettered by craving. A time will come when Mount Meru will burn up and be no more, But there will be no end of suffering for those who roam and wander, hindered by ignorance and fettered by craving. A time will come when the earth will be devoured by fire and be no more. But there will be no end of suffering for those who roam and wander, hindered by ignorance and fettered by craving. Close your eyes if you're able to, if you're not uh, needing to be more watchful of a little one. And just let your body relax, yet stay very awake. Your body wants to be attentive when you practice meditation. We don't want to just be lulled into drowsiness. So it helps when our posture is, no matter whether we're lying, sitting, walking, you want your spine to be lifted, This feel yourself lift up. That can help you stay wakeful and attentive. But that also can help you be more comfortable. Excuse me, my I've got a scratchy throat today. Put your hands rest in your lap if you're sitting. If you're doing walking meditation, it's okay to have your arms down at the sides. You don't have to be stiff. You can walk in a comfortable stroll. As you relax your body, breathe in through your nose and out through your nose. As you breathe in, you can just be aware of how wonderful it is to breathe. Be so grateful just that the body breathes and the body takes over the process for us. Unless we're sick, we don't have to struggle with our breath. And it's also, uh, if we're working with our normal breath as we meditate, as we sit. But if you feel that you're particularly Uh, restless or you haven't really you feel like you're all over the place, literally and you want to come to the present moment and be present which is really the only way you can meditate (laughs) then take a few deep breaths in and out to help calm your body more and bring it all together. So just breathe in deeply Hold that breath a little longer than usual and then exhale and just take only take about two or three of these deeper breaths. in, go back to the the natural breath, and just be aware of each breath you take, that the body is letting you take, let it be your natural breath. As you breathe in, you'll notice that there's a very short pause at the end of your in-breath, and before the exhale begins, we're not panting, we're relaxing and allowing the body to breathe. And you can be aware of that spaciousness, of that, just that instant, that moment that you're in between an inhale and an exhale. Now today, let's do a body scan, just being aware, let's be aware of the physical body, how you feel, how the body is feeling right now. So, And I'm talking about let's, let's check for tension in the body or any kind of discomfort. Start at the top of your head and just move through your head, inside and out. Notice if your head even feels, if it feels right, sitting on top of your shoulders. Do you feel it in alignment with your body? You can move it around a little bit if you feel tightness in your neck or if your head feels like it's not aligned with the body. Then notice as you move across your face, is there tension in your face, tightness? Is your forehead furrowed? Or that area right between your eyes, is it all knotted up? Are your jaws tight, clenched? It often helps to just let that lower jaw drop down just a little bit so your teeth aren't even touching, but that's just a fraction of an inch that can help uh, relax your face. We often are clenching or grinding and not even knowing that we're doing it. move down through your neck notice if your neck feels tight notice if you can lift the vertebra the vertebrae in your neck a little bit keeping your chin down a bit it's there's a tendency when you sit to just keep lifting the chin until you realize you're almost looking up. At least there is with me. So relax that. Let let your chin come down. Move into your shoulders. down into both upper arms I keep hearing the birds on my patio they all seem to be taking a bath today in this uh, large thing of water that I have outside for them so I'm hearing them shake and jump and splash One after another, they're going in. I'm sorry. (laughs) So from your upper arms, move down through your elbows into your lower arms. Just notice if they feel tense or relaxed. Sometimes we don't even notice tension we carry in our arms. Then move into your hands, your fingers. Let your hands relax. They don't need to be clenched. So if you're putting one palm above the other, let them be just like a cup or a Uh, just laying like two leaves, one on top of the other. Just try to hold your hands more open so they're not clenching. Now come back to your upper chest and be aware of your upper torso, the front and the back. You can notice that there's breath you feel in your chest. But when we meditate, we want to either focus on the breath as it comes in and out through our nostrils, just a very light focus, or we want to focus on feeling the breath in the belly That helps us um, let that breath come down further into our lungs. We want to try not to just breathe from the very top of our lungs. So now as we move down past the lung area into the middle abdomen, We can begin to feel that breath in our belly, if we can feel inhale and feel the rise of the belly slightly, and as you exhale, it contracts. And notice how that area, that part of your body feels. When there's a lot of stress or tension, it can really feel tight and you may have lots of problems in that area. Meditation can be very helpful. Then move down into your hips and the pelvic area and check your posture. Are you comfortable but lifted up so you're not too much, you're not slouching? Kind of roll back on your hip bones. And move down into your upper legs. They usually feel very strong compared to the rest of our body. Down through your knees. You might even want to just rub your knees as you move through that part of your body just to Tell them thank you for all the work they do for us. Move down into your lower legs. We want to be aware of the whole body sitting here. Move down through your ankles and into your feet. Let your toes move, let your feet move. Just feel, be so aware of this, this part of the body. And just come back to your breath. Remember your mind. As Bhikkhu Bodhi says, really feel that mind drop down into your body. Now as we end this practice, may you be well and happy and peaceful, and may everything we do or say or think be done not only for our own benefit, but also for the benefit of all other beings, human, non-human. Visible, invisible beings being born and beings dying. And as we work on the purification of these mind, body, and thoughts, speech, actions, as we work on purifying those, like the gold miner. Just be able to stay with the process. Don't give up on yourself. Be gentle with yourself. You'll become more and more aware of the subtle impurities. But just like the miner, we just go back and we just clean it a little bit more. So have a beautiful day, and I'll see you Thursday. I'll be here Thursday.